Welcome back to Eating Adventures, a food search exploring must-eats in notable restaurants. Order up. I'm Chloe. And I'm Haley. And this week is going to be a little continuation of last week's episode, um, Opposites Alike, Winter Break Edition, version 3, because it's season 3, part 2, so a very long name. But that just means that we are more like getting into the season. I feel like we're already more than halfway through or like almost halfway through. And that just is so weird because I feel like the season is going by pretty fast. We've got a lot of eating up ahead for us, so stay tuned for, I guess, the last of our junior year and then the beginning of our senior year. Um, I bet we will have lots of good eats in store. I like how we like to delusion ourselves that junior year is almost ending when we still have six more months, but that's okay. Okay. So to kind of, I guess, sum it up, Haley was in Vietnam for the past two weeks for winter break, and I was in Vancouver for a few days. But Haley, do you want to kick it off? Sure. So um, we left off at like Bamatua, which is where my mom's side of the family lives. And then now that's when me, my cousins, and my aunts and uncles, like a group of like 15 of us, we all went to Hoi An, which is... A different city in Vietnam. It's kind of like right in the middle of Vietnam on the coast. And the weather was actually horrible. Um, but even though it was rainy and we had to wear ponchos, which looked really silly, um, Hoi An is still such a beautiful city. There's like so many lanterns and it's so like aesthetically like pleasing, I feel like. And I just like loved the vibes, but I just really wish that it was sunny. Like we were so unlucky. Um, and then, like, while we were in Hoi An, it was kind of, like, miserable, like, walking sometimes. Like, if it was cold and rainy, it was, like, not fun. But if it was, like, warm and, like, lightly drizzling, that was, like, I don't know. That was, like, accomplishable. I don't know. That's not a word. Um, but in Hoi An, the first thing we did was have lunch and then at this, like, chicken and rice place. Oh, and then it's really funny because, like, my dad, like, literally every single time we have a driver, my dad and him always end up becoming, like, besties, because, like, my dad, like, speaks really good Vietnamese, and he just likes talking to people, so then, like, we usually have, like, lunch with the drivers that, like, take us from the airport to our hotels a lot, so it was, like, cool meeting new people, but then, like, sometimes when we ask them for, like, restaurant recommendations, they just give us the touristy, like, Americanized like spots not like the actual good local spots which is sometimes frustrating but like after we went to that lunch with a driver um he took us like to this tailor shop to make like custom like suits and clothes um because like Hoi An is really known for like their custom like garments and like making suits dresses pants like literally anything like you just have to like show them a picture and then they'll like measure you help you find the fabric and you can make it, so, like, that's kind of cool. My brother and my dad, they made, like, a couple of suits, and, yeah, this is not really food-related, but I'm trying to get you a gist of what Hoi is like, because um, we didn't have that much spectacular food, I feel like. It was just, like, oh, no. the ambiance. <laughs> um, anyways, we also had, I'm kind of just, like, jumping around days, but, like, we've also, like, had one lunch that was really good it was it was actually like we went to make lanterns which is cool because like you could like 
construct your own lantern and like paint on it because like lanterns are what Hoyan is known for and then after like the lantern shop owner recommended us this place I don't know what it's called because it was in like Vietnamese or something and there I tried escargot for the first time you ate me you ate don't escargot don't say that um it was actually like low-key good like it just tastes like clams like nothing out of this world but like nothing snails um, it's fine. It's fine. Snails? No. Is it a delicacy in Vietnam? Kind of. I mean, like, my dad loves, like, escargot. Like, he loves, like, snails. Um, like, he was, like, always trying to, like, find some at every city we went to. Because I feel like you can't really eat snails that much in the U.S. You're giving me a heart attack. Because there's this lady, I saw this lady eat, it was a video, and she was eating snails. And then she, like, apparently like plucked it out of the wild i'm sure they didn't do this at your restaurant and then all the comments were like oh you're gonna die of like poison because some snails are poisonous so that's my biggest fear did she die of poison no it was like crawling all over her face because she's trying to like do that like snail mucin oh, skincare ew. but then there are these other people who actually like eat them out of the wild i don't know you yeah, know it reminds um, me of that but i'm these sure are, like, snails are very kay. good i don't know if like these are they're just like water snails like they live in the water okay so it's not like they're crawling around like the forest or whatever yeah i feel like most snails are from the water quote (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't know i mean like i thought it tasted pretty good like clams and yeah that was my experience in hoi an and then any good breakfast spots we actually had breakfast at the breakfast buffet and that was like the hotel breakfast buffet yeah and, like, it was actually kind of disappointing because, like, the hotel that I stayed at called La Santa or something, they had this really good infinity pool that, like, looked out onto, like, the rice paddy fields. But it was, like, raining and pouring all the time, so I couldn't oh, go no. swimming. Um, and, yeah. Was it supposed to be, like, a super tropical, sunny place? I mean, like, it is low-key rainy season right now there, so I think it was a bad choice for us to go during rainy season. But... The week after we were there, it was supposed to be sunny, like, 80 degrees. But we just got really unlucky. <laughs> but that's okay. Okay, let's move on to Vancouver things. What restaurant did you try next in Vancouver, Canada? I would say the ambiance isn't really as exciting as Vietnam. And the food really isn't as exciting as escargot, escargot. But I always say this. We went to this restaurant multiple times. It's probably our number one restaurant. I keep on saying number one restaurant, but the food truly in Vancouver is so good. This next place, we went, I think, two, two, three times um, for breakfast because it's down the street from our hotel, walking distance, so we didn't have to deal with crazy parking. Um, We had to make a reservation because it was so very busy, but... Um, lots of good dishes. I still could not eat anything because of my yeah. wisdom teeth. So I had one dish, one dish only, and that was soup dumplings. Oh, so good. I would say it was a pretty good dish. Good thing that the soup dumplings are good because I had like the entire like basket to myself. Um, I also had soy milk and we ordered duck soup so I could drink, but I did not drink it. <laughs> Um, anyways, my family got a bunch of different stuff. They had these, like, pork buns, 
um, like crab claw, fried crab stuff, um, shrimp, just like a whole plate of shrimp. And there were these super good ones with like meat filling. The bun part was super soft and delicious. Um, and then my dad's favorite dish was their pork, pork over sticky rice, I think. And it was cool because it was like steamed together. So the sticky rice was kind of like infused with that pork flavor. I wasn't really supposed to eat sticky rice because it would like get stuck in my holes. But I had a little taste and it was delectable. And I guess lots of other good dishes. Um, I wish we had one in Seattle because I feel like that'd be like a good Sunday breakfast meal. That sounds yummy. I'm sad that you couldn't have anything, but I'm glad that you had OG soup dumplings. Because honestly, OG soup dumplings, it's hard to beat. Hard to beat. The majority of the soup dumplings that I usually eat are from Jintai Fang, which is like a super thin skin with, I guess they're just like smaller in size. But then this place, it was a bit thicker skin with more meat filling. So it was just like bigger. Heftier. Yeah. Jintai Fang on steroids. <laughs> Yes. Um, and then uh, I guess I could do one more place. Kind of the same. Um, this was our first night. We weren't really sure where to go. We wanted something warm because it was a little chilly in Vancouver. Um, so I did a little research on Yelp and came across this place named Uno Beef Noodle. Um, it was like a really simple beef noodle house with different kinds of soups. I liked how I could choose like the thickness of my noodle because I like pretty thick noodles. Um, their broth like flavor was pretty good, but again, no teeth equals no meat. So just noodles. Oh, that's okay. How are you like when you ordered, you were like, can I have the beef noodle soup without with the beef? noodles? Yeah, it was really sad. Um, my brother and dad had lots of beef they got like extra beef so I guess I kind of compensated but kind of a sad trip for Chloe it was very <laughs> fun though that's okay I feel like you had a lot of good food that like I don't know like if when I got my wisdom teeth out I didn't have that good of food but you like had great food you know you got to treat yourself when you got your wisdom teeth though for sure um I'm very excited to hear about your next location i hope it's somewhere sunnier um not quite yet not <laughs> no? quite yet but okay. that's okay um next we went to denang which is like the city right next to hoi an because um, there's like the denang airport and then you fly in there and then we drove to hoi an and then we were driving back to denang um for two nights before we left how um, long is the drive it's like an hour okay so not, not too bad, bad. Yeah. and then um first we went to this place called Bunseo Ba Daung. And it's like a really popular Bunseo place in Da Nang. And it's actually pretty fun finger food because they give you like these mini Bunseos. And Bunseo is kind of like a Vietnamese crepe with like this crispy yellow outside filled with like pork and shrimp and bean sprouts. And then at the restaurant, you would take the Bunseo. And then there they have like this rice paper. Like, you know how like regular rice paper, you have to like dip it in water for it to soften. Mm-hmm. Um, here, you don't have to dip in water at all. It's kind of like this square shape and you just like wrap it dry. And then, like, it's definitely like not as soft. It has this different like crunchy rice paper flavor. So you would wrap the Bunseo in that. Is it super thin? Kind of, yeah. 
and like is it like wonton paper is wonton paper made out of rice is it clear it's not clear it is this is it's rice paper so it's like clear but like just like more crunchy because you don't dip in water and then you would wrap the bensayo in that and then put like um lettuce basil um like pickled carrots whatever and then you'd wrap it up so it's like a little spring roll but like with the bensayo inside and then usually you dip it in like this peanut sauce but since i Haley, am deathly allergic i had to dip it in just like fish sauce but i heard from my brother that the peanut sauce was really good and what made it the best thing he's ever eaten so you don't want to um, try a little bit i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could um and then like i don't know i thought it was pretty good it was like really fun to eat because like you get to make like these little rolls um and it was like so fun just like trying everything because you could also put like pork skewers in it different stuff so it was just like fun and we were also like all sitting together so it was like kind of like a family meal um making like your own dish and eating it in like a casual way okay and then next for dinner that night we went to the denung night market and that place is like so chaotic like, it reminded me a little bit of the scene from Crazy Rich Asians, you remember? Where, like, they went to, like, the Singaporean, Singaporean. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, like, as on par as that. Because, like, I feel like that place was, like, and the movie was, like, bigger. But the Denung Night Market was still pretty cool. Like, there were so many people, like, coming out at you and, like, advertising. They're like, oh, have this seafood. Have this, have this, have this. And we had lots of seafood. I think like lobster, shrimp. I had coconut, my fresh coconuts that I cannot live without. And just it was cool just being in that environment because it was something that you don't experience often. And then what I like about like the night markets is they don't only have food. They also have like, I don't know, like stuff you could buy. So like on the other side, there's like clothes, souvenirs, and that's always fun to walk through when you're done eating. Um, I don't know about Vietnam, but for the night markets that I've been to in a few Asian countries, they always have these like super fun, I guess, night market games. Did you do any of those? I don't think we had any night market games. No. What like were your claw night machines like, like those balloon oh. poppy things where you like throw the dart and pop the balloon? We didn't have any games. They just sold us stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But it was cool because we were literally like the last ones to leave. Like, we were walking through the closed section, and then when that closed up, because it closes at, like, 10 or something, we stayed in, like, the food section for a really long time. And then, like, while they were taking down, like, the food stalls around us and everybody was leaving, we were, like, still just sitting there until, like, the very last moment. So, yeah, it was really fun to just, like, sit around, like, the little tables with everybody. Did you try lots of different vendor stalls? Yeah, I think so. I tried, like different dishes i forget what they're called but it was cool to just like have a little bit of everything and then lastly i'm gonna mention this quickly but for our christmas eve dinner we ate at this place called the view denang and it has like a really good view because it's on the water um and it has like this view of the dragon bridge which like breathes fire every night and it was like a fun experience i know like at like 9 p.m or something the dragon which is on the bridge, like, spouts out fire, like, four times. Like, real fire. Yeah. I'll show you. F- I'll I'll put a picture on our Instagram. Is that, is that like, the sparkling of the Eiffel Tower? It's, like, the fire mm-hmm. of the dragon? Yeah. That's so fun. And then what I remember the most about this place is, one, the view, and, two, 
that the food was really pretty and the decorations were really pretty and it was a good christmas vibes like at the end of dinner like these it was actually really funny like people came out and like you know like the mean girl scene where they do like um the mean girls the jingle bell rock dance okay they did like a reenactment of that except with all i want for christmas is you (laughs) people there yeah like people came into that did you join in no i was just like i was like at my tipping point right there so then it was interesting but it was like fun funny and yeah that is my uh my short overview of danang sounds like a very fun place to be um out of all of these cities which one is your favorite i have one more oh you can is that your favorite yeah okay one of actually i don't know yeah favorite for last um, what do you have next from winter break? Okay, well, when you were talking about the decorations, it reminded me of Bellevue. You know Bellevue, Bellevue Square, Main Street, all of Bellevue, Bellevue Way. The trees are very pretty. They In are. Vancouver, kind of a letdown. It was like one string of lights, just like poorly wrapped. That made me very sad. The food that. in Vancouver was very good. The lights, not so much. But now... We're going to be teleporting to Sansanita Ristorante Italiano in Renton. You know that Italian restaurant that I was talking about in Bellevue? The yes. Mamma Mia. The one with the, that was very Italian. Yes. I'm speculating that it's the sister restaurant of Andy Amo in Bellevue. No idea if it's true or not, but... The vibes are similar. Very similar. The waiters, waitresses mm. are very similar. That's why I'm like, hmm, maybe. But the food, very good. Um, We started out with the calamari as well as the bruschetta, um, which is like diced tomatoes with a little balsamic vinegar glaze on top of toast. But at this restaurant, did it a little differently because usually the bread is crunchy on the bottom, but this one's more of like a Texas toast, so it was like super soft. I don't think it was toasted, so like... Did you enjoy this version better? Or was it just different? It was because my teeth. Oh, fast. Yeah. It was they like probably took you into consideration. Yes, I know. They could just see it in my face that I really <laughs> needed that soft bread. Usually when I go to a new restaurant, I'll usually get the basic, like a bolognese, for example. But today, or that day, I stepped out of my comfort zone, new year, new Chloe, <laughs> you know, and I did not get the bolognese. Yay. Instead, I got the... Ravioli con salsisa, aka ravioli with sausage. When I first ordered it, the waiter was like, Oh, it's spicy. Are you sure you want it? And I was like, Yeah. They're doubting you, Chloe. I know. Maybe I look like a little kid too much, but it's okay. <laughs> um, it definitely had like a little kick to it in the sausage, but it definitely tasted better than I thought because I don't like the super porky taste of meat, but I feel like the sausage was pretty well balanced with whatever meat was in it um and then the ravioli part was also good um and then on the side it had like bell peppers so it was like bell peppers ravioli sausage i would eat it all together very very tasty so proud of you for branching out so rare but so proud oh just kidding we're gonna teleport back to vancouver okay we can do both this isn't exactly food but i think it would be a fun story so we went to the Canucks game in Vancouver. I have to say the stadium, very ugly. Or the arena, Rogers mm-hmm. Arena, very ugly. It looks like an office building. 
We were driving around we and we were like, where is the arena? We couldn't <laughs> find it. And apparently it was the ugly building. Because <laughs> it looked like an office. You thought it was an office. Yes. That's funny. It was kind of it's kind of sad because I guess we're just used to Climate Pledge. But we got this like, I guess it was like a prime rib sandwich, which I feel like is different for arenas to have. That's but, fancy. Um, very fun. That restaurant that we went to in the arena also made their own like potato chips. So like homemade potato chips. chips. Very good. But I think the highlight of the game was not the actual hockey, was not Quinn Hughes, but was the group of elves sitting next to us. You asked for a spirit and they gave it to you. Very true. They were like a group of about like 20 elves just like in the row next to us. <laughs> so they funny. were all wearing the same thing. They were all like, I guess like college boys. I don't know. Maybe they were like frat boys. <laughs> but anyways, um, they were very energetic, very green, very buddy, the elf. Yeah, that's such a funny sight to see. Uh, so Christmassy. That's the one thing I do miss, like being in like a tropical place for the holidays. The feeling of Christmas. Vancouver really fit the part. Lots of elves and it was very cold. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to your possibly yes, favorite last city. Stop. Yes, and one of my favorite cities. I don't know, it's kind of hard to choose which is my favorite city because I feel like each thing has like the positive and negatives. So I need to do like my calculations to weigh it out. Um, maybe you need to make a pro con list like <laughs> Rory Gilmore. <laughs> maybe I need to, because I love Rory Gilmore. Anyways, last stop, Pukwuk, which we headed to right after Danang. And we had to do like a double flight because there wasn't a direct flight. So it was like an hour to Saigon, 45 minutes or 35 minutes to Pukwuk. So like an hour and a half. Were but the Fukuok, planes really small? It depends on like the flight because like demands of people. But like the Pukwuk flight was actually like packed. Like... It was, like, one of those European planes, you know, with, like, the double aisles. Like, they use that oh. for a 35-minute flight. Like, it was crazy. I would think it'd be, like, the flights with, like, two seats or, like, one seat yeah. per side. No, no. they were ac- it was actually, like, normal size planes. Like, oh, it was crazy how many people were going to Fukuok. Lots of, like, tourists. Like, the most amount of, like, foreigners I've seen, um, which is, like, non-Vietnamese people. Um, and Fukuok is a tropical island. Um, so it's very sunny, lots of like beautiful trees, and it was such a nice end to the trip because I missed the sun so much. Like I was craving the sun, and I was dying about the sun. Um, Did you get your tan in? I tried. I really tried. Um, it was such a nice change from Hoi An and Dang, and I'm so thankful that we got to go. Um, and we landed on Christmas Day, and for Christmas dinner we had this place called Lobster Cave Seafood. Um, which is lots of seafood. Like, I feel like we had a lot of seafood on this trip, um, almost like for every dinner. That doesn't sound very uh, traditional. <laughs> for Christmas? Oh, no, for Vietnam. Oh, Lobster for Vietnam. Cave? Oh, yeah. They have Vietnamese name. Do I know how to say it? No. Oh, so I just okay. said Lobster Cave So this is a translation. Seafood. Yeah. Oh, I thought this but was like... But it's also okay. in their name. It's also in their name. Because lot, there's lots of, like like I said, foreigners that go to Fukuok, so lots of their restaurants are translated to English. Um, anyways, this was Xmas dinner. The highlights of what we got were grilled shrimp on, like, skewers, which was scrumptious. And then there was funny because it's, like, each table has, like, a hot pot in the middle. And my dad ordered us, like, a seafood hot pot, which was yummy. And, of course, I got a coconut for Christmas dinner. And 
then after we had that seafood we went to the night market and by then we were already like low-key tired of night markets because this was like our fourth night market but we still went but in this night market for some reason the vendors were so pesky like i'm allergic to peanuts and some of them would sell nuts and they would like pour out nuts in like their little cap thing and be like do you want peanuts do you want peanuts and i'm like no no stop it um and yeah they like when you go to night market so much it's fun like the first couple of times but then like after a while you know it's kind of like oh it's all the same so we only like walked around for a little bit um saw what we had to see and then we booked it back to our hotel where is your night market endurance like i think you need to build that up next time i know i know but it's just so so tiring there's too many things and i get too overwhelmed Maybe you need to do a lap around the island and then go to a night market. I think that would make me more uh, susceptible to to scams. Because then I'll be tired and I'll be like, okay, fine, I'll buy it. Do they really scam you, though? No, you have to bargain your way down oh. to the prices. My mom's really good at it. She She's a pro now. My She learned from my grandma because my grandma's top. She's the master. Did you my bargain? the student. Um, no, I don't speak Vietnamese, so I can't bargain. But don't let that stop you. You don't have to speak Vietnamese to bargain. You just have to be strong. And then for another night, Fukuok has this thing called Sunset Town. And it's low-key kind of creepy because, not creepy, but just like a little eerie. I was going to say, it sounds like a really pretty place. Oh, no, it is a really pretty place because it has like this gorgeous view of the sunset. And it was built during COVID and it kind of like resembles like the Venetian South of France building era. So it's, like, cobblestone streets, like, pastel-colored buildings, and, like, they're very all different, different colors. Yes, they're very different. <laughs> but the thing is, it's just, like, empty, because, like, they're still building. Like, hotels just opened up, and people are still, like, starting to move in. So, like, the windows are all empty, and there's, like, some restaurants, but not that many. So I feel like if we come back in, like, two years, three years, it'll be, like, all filled up. But, like, right at that second, it was a little empty. But it was really cool to, like see the sun going down and they have this cool bridge that like it's called the kiss bridge because it doesn't touch but like it almost touches and yeah it was super cool seeing that and then we also went down to the sunset towns night market and that was a little bit more tame but we got some food there okay wait i have a photo is this what it looks like yeah no way that does not feel like vietnam it does not it was so weird that's why, like, I was a little spooked. But it was still, like, it was actually, like, kind of cool. And apparently they have, like, the world, not the world's, the country's, like, longest gondola or whatever that takes you to, like, a water park island. So that sounded cool, too. But we didn't get to go. But anyways, the reason why we actually went to Sunset Town in the first place was because one of our family friends owns, like, a bubble tea shop there. And it's called Sunset Tiger Tea. And we wanted to, like, say hi, check it out. So then we got some, like, fruit tea and some milk tea. And it was actually very yummy because they, like, lower the sweetness. So mm-hmm. it's, like, not as sweet. And, I don't know, it was, like, cool seeing people do their thing. Do their thing. What kind of tea did you get? Got a passion fruit tea. And, yeah, it was cool to see, like, a different part of Vietnam. And, yeah, I love Hukwuk because tropical beach resort. My favorite type of vacation. Such a good way to end the trip off. Did the weather cooperate? In Vukwuk, yes, it did. Because if it was rainy, if it was going to be rainy, I was going to sue the island. I don't think I'm joking. 
that's a big step there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the end of my trip. Okay, well, I think that is also the end of this Eating Adventures podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Eating Adventures and listening to all of our winter break adventures. And yeah, like a little recap, Chloe visited Vancouver and I went to Vietnam and it was, oh, two V's, two V names. V squared. Uh-huh, V squared. We have version three, part two, V squared. Eek. <laughs> too many names. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram at Eating Adventures Podcast to look at all of our spectacular pictures that we took over break. And to see a fire-breathing dragon. Yes, to see that. Um, also, you can download Eating Adventures on all your favorite podcast platforms like spotify amazon music or apple podcasts and you can also listen to us live every wednesday at noon here on cam h 889 the bridge